Yes, indeed, we are anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. Just one number to remember for either one, either a call or a text for Andy, 651-461-9226. Andy, good morning. How are things? How was your week? Uh, week is good, Denny. You know, we had a little bit of rain. People are starting to think about gutters again. Looking uh, like I think I know it's tough to say that maybe winter's officially over because we've all been in May snowstorms before. But we're pretty excited. We're able to do pretty much everything. And the phone started ringing uh, like uh, like a normal spring this past week. So that rain helped and LeafGuard guys are going again. Yeah, and I think the LeafGuard guys are going to be somewhat busy this week, too, because I, in looking at that forecast, we have kind of an off-again, on-again uh, of rain, which is good for uh, for our uh, growing things, for sure. Um, I was looking at, and I can't remember where it was, I remember when, when you and your crews were working on our house several years ago. In fact, was I up on the roof, too? I may have been. Don't ask me. I was up, why I was up there, but I was looking at a neighbor's house. This is something I'm sure you see all the time. But I've, I saw a a little trees growing out of somebody's gutter, and I saw another picture of a dandelion. This I guess that's not all un, uh, unusual with with open type of gutters, is it? I mean, you've no, seen that, I'm sure. All on a real regular basis, we get asked. Um, from people like, should we plant these trees? Do should we replant? Like, and I'm like, no. These are all of all of the trees that you should ever plant in your in your yard. Yes, yes silver maples. They they give off some great shade, but they might be one of the dirtiest trees you can put around a home. They're dropping branches, seeds, leaves, you name it. Um, it's just not a uh, a great tree. But I've, I've I've been up there where the entire gutter, a 50 foot run, has a tree growing in it about every four inches. So much so where I think the one, I don't know if he cleaned his gutters out in four or five years because these were rather large trees and they were changing colors. So like the, the leaves were changing colors. That's how big the, the actual trees um, they got. So if you have any of those types of issues, leaf guard might be the product to take a look at. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, I've said that. I know we're getting off on a tangent on, uh, uh, on those gutters, but they are good-looking gutters. And, and when Lindis has replaced... And some of the neighbors' uh, homes, the neighbors that I don't even know, but I've seen the, the Linda's trucks, as I've said in the past, uh, you can color coordinate these things, so they just they kind of blend in real nicely. So anyway, it's it's a it's a thing of beauty if you love gutters like I do, and I think Linda's put <laughs> ours in what twenty some years ago now. Yeah, hey, it's I'm been losing been, track. Been, been a little bit. Uh, that's the nice like, part. If you don't want to worry about your gutters for twenty years. Then the LeafGuard product is is you. But if you have ordinary gutters, this is something you should probably check out this weekend. They need to be clear of debris. A lot of times, too, Denny, that that downspout that comes underneath the overhang doesn't get as much sun as the actual gutter, so it couldn't be the last thing to thaw out. You might want to take a look at that and make sure that there's nothing clogging that. Sometimes, you know, a combination of leaves and ice are clogging that, so the gutter's free. But now it's just going to fill up with water. And you got all of that water as, you know, our spring rains happen, are draining right next to your foundation. So Jesse can tell you, him and I, we, we go out on jobs all the time where we get out there and it's a basement issue, so we got to get a hold of Jesse. But I'll probably get 10 phone calls from Jesse Treble people this week because they're getting called about wet basements. And it turns out 
It's just that their gutters are overflowing and clogging and they're not getting the water away from their house. If you take care of that, a lot of times wet basement goes away. Yeah, and as far as uh, listeners go, new listeners especially, uh, who uh, Andy's referring to is Jesse Treble from safebasements.com, who's been on the show a number of times, and, and you hear his messages a lot. Tell you what, uh, let's do this. And Nan is calling, I believe, from uh, Minneapolis this morning for a home improvement type of question. Nan, thank you. What's your question for Andy Lindis? Good morning. Just wondering if Andy has any opinion on Hayfield windows versus Marvin windows inserts kind of um, as a, a less costly alternative to Marvin window inserts? Um, you know, again, uh, not, a, not a terrible window. Um, depending on what Marvin inserts that you're talking about, the infinity windows, if you're not doing a full-frame re- uh, replacement, is as good a window as you can get to put in as an insert window or a full-frame replacement. Having said that, if you're looking for an alternative, uh, like... I know our customers, we, we have a vinyl line of windows that, that will go, and it's just, you know, basic window. But it's a little bit cheaper than the Infinity window, has better warranties than almost all of the other vinyl windows out there. Um, that would probably be our Season Guard window would be the one I recommend. Just a little step up from where a Hayfield is, but I'm guessing the costs are um, real similar. Having oh. said that, if you're looking at windows, you're going to be in, in that house for any stretch of time. At least get the numbers and what a full frame replacement is going to be. So you can see what that's going to be. That's, you're going to be getting a new trim because chances are, and I hear this all the time, the only reason I bring this up is because when I talk to people that have put in insert windows, they're usually not as happy as I think they should be for spending that much money. For, mm-hmm. for instance, Denny, if uh, a window job is $10,000 for inserts, it's probably closer to thirteen dollars or $14,000 to do full frame replacement. Full-frame replacement, you're getting all-new trim package, and you're addressing all of the air and water infiltration issues that are usually the problem of the window in the first place. And that problem is in the frame of the window, and that's the part that inserts don't replace. So I would at least look at that. But I'm telling you, when, when people look at our infinity numbers, our window, and that's the part that inserts don't replace. So I would at least look at that. But I'm telling you, when, when people look at our infinity numbers, our season guard numbers, and what our bare-bones essential window is going to be, chances are they're going to do less windows and choose the infinity because when they see what you get for that and how much of a difference it can make, it just seems where most of my customers end up going. Okay, can I ask, it's a stucco home, and I've been told by um, someone who has done stucco work um, to get inserts is better than getting full replacement to maintain the integrity of the stucco. Is that maybe not even an issue? You know, um, it's definitely a bigger issue with, with, with stucco than some of the other homes because you're not removing the siding. So typically there's going to be some stucco work that has to get cut, but then you're going to be doing a brick mold install instead. So again, you're still able to address the water and air infiltration issues, and you're talking about a full frame replacement. So think of this, your existing window right now, when you do an insert window, you might be losing an inch and a half of glass all the way around. So... So That's a lot. Know, it is a lot. So an insert window, Denny, imagine like you're, say, you, you, have, you have a couple of slider windows. It's the operating part of the window that gets removed. The frame stays in there. So you're putting in a new frame inside the old window frame, essentially shrinking your glass space. And especially when you're talking about a vinyl window, Denny, 
compared to like our Infinity, your the vinyl window is a lot more frame than like what a fiberglass window is going to be, like our Infinity. So you might want to tell you, if you're looking at inserts, I almost always go towards the Infinity window just because of how much smaller the frame is on our Marvin Infinity compared to our, our Season Guard vinyl. And as you told the listener, too, that, you know, if you're going to stay in the house for a while, you know, enjoy that. Enjoy that quality, you know, uh, like a lot of people are doing. They're staying in their homes. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm getting a signal, Andy. We need to take a quick break, but let's, uh, again, invite our listeners to join in. We have some uh, texters uh, as well to uh, answer. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, call it in or text it in, whichever is easier, 651-461-9226. In the Twin Cities, we've moved up to, uh, let's see, 39 degrees now. We're expected to reach around 50. going to be a little bit of a breezy day today. But, uh, again, mostly sunny skies near 50. going to be a nice Saturday here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here on CCO Radio every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction. That's L-I-N-D-U-S, L-I-N-D-U-S. Uh, and uh, if you want to get in touch, and I, I want to ma- make mention of this from time to time, Andy, because we, we do have a new number to tell those folks about, 844-9-LINDUS. Easy to remember, 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S. We'll remind you of that from from time to time. All right, let's see. We have texters here. Uh, and if you want to call in your question, again, it's the same number, 651-461-9226. All right, Andy, let's get with it here. Uh, here's one. It says, a woodpecker has made a hole in our chimney, which has been replaced with a gas fireplace, so that chimney is decorative at this point. The hole is very high up. We want to either close the hole or remove the chimney. Uh, the birds, unfortunately, nest in there and die every year. Seems to be... Uh, an undesirable project. Do you have any suggestions from Linda's construction? What do you think uh, this texture could do? Well, um, I, I understand how they, uh, when they say it seems to be an undesirable project, yeah. I'm guessing if you're calling roofers, asking them about chimney stuff and, uh, they might not even call back or send somebody out to take a look at it. However, um, more often than not, when we're doing a roof, that's one of the things that we're going to look at. And we find that a lot of chimneys are in need of repair anyways. So we're either putting numbers to repairing them or removing it completely when we're redoing the roof. And we've got to figure out where your existing gas fireplace exhausts. If it exhausts there, there's some venting that we'll have to install on the roof as you remove the chimney. But maybe you can just remove it down to the roof deck. You're not talking about removing it completely. And being that it's not being used anymore, you have your gas fireplace exhausted, and then you can patch the roof in. Or you might be able to just patch that hole and wait until you need a new roof and do it at that point. Either way, that's definitely something that, that we do on a pretty regular basis. It's not a cheap product, project, especially if you're not doing it while doing a roof. It's marketably easier to do it while doing a roof. It's going to be a, a pretty expensive project, but it's something that we do, you know, I bet you three, four a month that we're removing, Denny. Oh, it's, do you? Uh, wow. We just, people don't use their gas or their, their wood fireplaces like, like 
we did back in the day. It's yeah. just, it's, oh, it seems like we're always changing those to gas inserts or some other type of way uh, of heating the house so that the chimneys become unused. Or you're finding out a lot of people had wood burners in their basement, and that chimney hasn't been used in years because they've switched over to some type of furnace system. So it's, it's, it's chimneys uh, that are leaking that haven't been used in 20 years. It just makes sense to get rid of them. Yeah, I guess. Here's a listener that says, I get a lot of condensation on windows. I keep my humidity levels low, below 30%. Uh, what window brand could eliminate this problem? Triple pane. Uh, and they're look, evidently they're from the uh, around the St. Cloud area. Uh, well, we talk about windows from time to time, and you guys at Lindis uh, have some darn good ones. What, what, what would you recommend for this listener? Well, you know, and, and uh, if if you're in the St. Cloud area, Luckin Home Improvements, L-U-T-G-E-N, is uh, who I would take a look at. I know um, it's just, again, one of those companies that I've recommended friends and family in that area to go and use, and I always hear good things. It's just uh, they do good work, and they have a couple of different brands of windows that are what I would label as high-end. By high-end, I mean they have one of the better triple panes out there and some of the better double-pane options that you can get. And like us, like our Infinity option or our Season Guard option, I really don't get frost-up calls on those windows, Denny. And if you have your humidity below 30%, I would almost guarantee my windows will not frost up on you, the Season Guard or the Infinity. Again, last week when it was, it was pretty cold out, I'm in that room, which is basically, it's all infinity windows in my house. And we have the wider glass pack, so it's a, it's a double-pane glass, but there's a bigger space air gap in it than, than an ordinary window. So it really does do a good job of insulating, and, I, I, and, and the warm edge on the inside is really, really hard for it to, to get any type of condensation on it. But it can be zero outside. I can have that room, that thermostat set at 72, and if it's a sunny day out by, by midday, I'm 75 to 77 degrees. That's how much solar heat gain I'm getting and how good those windows actually keep the heat in. So I'm telling you, the Infinity window is, out of all the windows that install, I've installed Denny, um, that's the one that we don't get frost-up calls on or yeah. any type of condensation issues with. Great product, great company, for sure. Uh, now, getting back to that uh, texture, is that humidity level pretty proper, that uh, below 30% uh, you would recommend? Better than most, yeah. Um, you know, as it gets below zero, they recommend even a little bit lower than that, maybe sub-25, sub-20. But uh, I can tell you, uh, my my dehumidifier is set at 33%, and so that's what I'm trying to get it down to and below in my house. One I just think that's the the most comfortable for it's as low as I'm willing to go. But if you're under thirty percent, that's that's pretty darn good. If you're under thirty percent and still getting frost up issues, it's the window's fault. Yeah, absolutely. Six five one four six one nine two two six is both the phone and text number for any kind of a home improvement question you have for Andy Lindis. Here's a text, Andy. It says, "Good morning. I have some wood rot going on in my inside bay window. It is spreading." Uh, is it treatable, or might I need a new window? And does Lindis Construction do this type of assessment, or do I need to find a local handyman? Thank you. Love your show. Comes from Tom. Uh, no. Um, there's a lot of times that there might be some parts that can be replaced on the bay window, but uh, 
again, this is something that we specialize in, and we work with a wide variety of window manufacturers. And if we haven't the ability to fix something, we're going to do that, and we're going to give you at least those options. So, yeah, we'd love to come out and assess just that, that one bay window. It, we, we'd be as honest as we can with you, let you know if it can be fixed, but if it can't, here are your options on, on what new bay windows would be. All right, here's a question from me. What's the difference between a bay window and a bow window? Uh, really, really easy, Denny. So a bay window is going to be where it just angles out and you got a one giant picture window. A bow window is going to do just what you think. It might be six windows and they're smaller windows, but it actually rounds and bows out mm. where where like a, a bay window is typically going to be three windows. You got the two operators on the side and then one giant window in in the center that usually doesn't operate. Sometimes we make that a three light window where you got a casement on either side and then a picture in the middle. But typically I try to put the operators on the edge and make that one giant picture window in there. And we're doing a lot too with uh, with windows where we actually just we go and extend the wall out eight inches, and then we get the counter cops to dip into them, what I call a, a poor man's bay. I did this in my home. Um, now, if you happen to sous vide at all, and it's 15 below outside, and you are sous viding on a brand-new countertop, I don't care how good your windows are. You could crack the countertop. Not that I'm talking about experience at all, but uh, when you got a tub of, uh, I don't know, Denny, do you ever use a sous vide? No, at all. It's a it's, it's a tub of water that heats up when you're cooking things like wild game, and so it's like a 10 gallon tub of water that I had heated up to 140 degrees at it next to a a window, and this is before we had replaced our windows. I put the countertops in there and uh, and uh, crack the countertop, a brand oh. new countertop, and they don't they don't cover that under warranty. So uh, I don't care how good your windows are, put the sous vide somewhere not next to the window. Speak from experience, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie. Let's break for weather, and we have about another half hour of the show to go, so don't wait. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, we welcome yours either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. That forecast straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We're around every Saturday. Thanks to Linda's Construction for sponsoring this show every Saturday at 9. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We have uh, an open line if you want to call in your Home Improvement question, or if it's easier, send Andy your text. It is the same number for either, 651-461-9226. Let's see. Oh, boy, we got a bunch of text messages here. Uh, We're talking about uh, windows, and there we had an earlier call uh, about uh, concern with um, uh, that stucco home. You remember that, Andy? Uh, I do. We love stucco was, houses. Yeah, you do, and the stucco houses are great, too. Uh, and this one, trying to find the exact... Uh, oh, yeah. It says, Linda's Construction did a full window replacement on my 1923 house, which is stucco. All my windows... No stucco issues whatsoever. So that's that's not only an applause for Linda's, but it certainly uh, backs up what you said. It's certainly doable. So It's a very doable uh, thing. And, and again, one of the reasons why we love stucco houses, Denny, is because most contractors are intimidated by them because of how what you have to do on the install. Um, we've run in, we 
you know, every week I have somebody working on a stucco house. So it's just something that we do, and we know how to deal with it. And uh, when we talk about windows, and we've been doing that a few times already this hour, uh, a listener wants to know, wh- wh- where do you recycle old windows? You know, um, that's really going to depend on the type of material that it's made out of. Um, if you ever uh, look at uh, what we have going on at Linus Instruction, we have a couple of different areas where we're recycling aluminum. We'll actually cube it up. Um, we'll take out the screens. We'll, we'll do some things with that. Uh, we have cardboard dumpsters, vinyl dumpsters, you name it. Um, sometimes windows are in good enough order where they can be donated to other places. Homeowners will do that. And, and again, these people are building outbuildings and things like that where they can go and get a $25 window instead of a $1,000 window. It might be, might be worth it. But typically, it's going to be parted for parts, and then the different materials are going to go into different dumpsters, which either go to a, a landfill or a recycling center, depending on the type of material. Material, sure. Makes sense. Uh, Texter says, hi, we have new leaf guard gutters. Good for you. Uh, does Lindis install heaters on the roof, on the gutters, and the downspouts? My heated garage, Texter says, has a hot roof. Thank you. It comes from Scott and Excelsior. Uh, we have. It's not something typically we do. We know we have customers that do it on a regular basis. They'll install like a heat tape on a roof area like that. Uh, for those that don't know what a hot roof is, it's usually uh, a roof that has no ventilation but has some insulation when i say some typically almost every hot roof that i come into contact with doesn't have it insulated as good as i would want it insulated whether because it's the the space of the area that they're trying to insulate is so small and they're using a material like fiberglass or cellulose so you don't get the desired r value in that small of a space for me we're going to spray foam those areas to try to get the the snow not to melt in the first place but if you cannot do that, heat tapes are a good option. I have a, an area on my roof, and I'll be replacing that roof uh, this spring with a different type of shingle. When I do that, that's going to be the first time I've had the opportunity to front porch area, Denny. It's about 11-inch wide roof area that's completely jam-packed with cellulose, and it's never been enough to keep the snow on the roof. And so that roof's going to come off completely. All the cellulose is coming out. We're going to spray it completely solid with spray foam and then put on a new roof and hopefully I never have to use a heat tape in my front porch again. I so, bet you'll have some success with that for sure. I'm thinking so. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 is there a good, texture says this, is there a good solution to prevent a sliding door from freezing shut during coldest winter days? It has a northwest facing to a second story deck with no real windbreak. Yeah. How do you think you're going to help that prisoner? <laughs> Replace it with a swinging door? Um, I, I don't know how else to, to, to put it. I think I have one of the best man, two best manufacturers of sliding doors in the country. Having said that, if I could use one of their swinging doors instead of one of their sliding doors, I almost always would, especially on my own home. I don't have a sliding door in my house, Denny. That should tell everyone everything that they need to do. I have... My, 11 different window and door manufacturers right now in my house. None of them are sliders because I just don't think sliding patio doors are energy efficient enough for our market. They always have frost up issues. They always have, if we have a service issue on any window or door, chances are 
like 60% of all service at Linus Construction on windows or doors is sliding doors. And you're talking about 10% of our total installs in a year might be sliding doors. And, 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 it, and it goes for 60% of the service. It's just not a great one out there to get rid of the frosting, or the, 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 get rid of the frost ups. We're adding weather stripping. We're trying everything that we possibly can. We're working hand-in-hand hand with Infinity. They redesigned it two years ago, and they're going to be adding some things to it because it's just never perfect yet. And so, yeah, you can get rid of the frost up, but it would be putting in a swinging door, whether it's the French option or the regular option. I have the, the French doors at my house, the French Infinity doors, and when they lock, they don't frost up. They never leak air. And, and the, again, when it's cold outside, you can walk by that door and never feel a draft. Oh, pretty neat. Uh, a lot of window questions today uh, in the show. Here's another one. Comparing good quality dual-pane windows and good quality triple-pane, is it worth the extra money? I, you know, you're going to have to get a lot more specific with me. Yeah. Not all dual panes are created equal. In fact, I would put some dual panes up against most triple pane windows. So um, I think uh, the the triple pane season guard window is about as good of a glass pack as you can get. And until you actually put Krypton gas in there, it does not outperform our infinity double pane window. It just doesn't. It has a warmer edge. It has a better condensation rating. And I can tell you, if I have them side by side in some rooms, the infinity double pane window is actually going to have a warmer edge when it's zero degrees outside than the season guard triple pane with argon. Now you go to Krypton, and again, the numbers are real close. So for me, I, um, I'm not as a big of a believer as in triple pane windows as maybe I was 15 years ago because I've been able to see how a wider double pane window glass pack can perform. And I just think that the, the transfer of, of cold when it gets that, that 10 below area happens a lot less on the double pane window. And what you have to remember, the bigger the window, you get to the center of the window and those glasses get really close together. That's just the nature of, of windows. So it seems like those double pane windows are, or triple pane windows are the ones that you start to see the circle of condensation happen right in the middle of the window, especially, you know, when the dew points are what they are right now. Here's, here's a text says, uh, they love the show, gets me up on time every Saturday. Well, we're glad to be of service for that, for sure. Uh, this listener says, I have a glass block window, kind of jumps around here, in my bathroom that was installed in the 40s. I believe the blocks are fine. However, the mortar joints need some work. Um, to do, to, if Lindis does that type of work, or could you co- recommend a company? Uh, you know what the, the, the listener is asking about here. Does Lindis yep. repair that mortar? Uh, not typically, but we do, uh, glass block windows on a regular basis, um, in basements. So we, we new glass, repairing that mortar in a glass block window is going to be a very difficult, difficult thing. Are there products like, I know OSI makes a caulking that is designed to take the place of mortar or go over the top of mortar or seal mortar. It's really, really sticky. Um, typically you're seeing people use it like in driveway, cement driveway areas around the aprons. Uh, you could try that as a temporary fix and I would make sure you're doing it on the exterior first. You want to keep all the water out. Um, could be a temporary fix outside of remortaring that. 
but more often than not, when we're looking at glass block windows that have bad mortar, we're talking about replacing that with a different type of window or new glass box. Is a fence question. I'm not sure how we can uh, do this. Maybe you can help me with this. The, this listener is building an outdoor fence on a sloped land that the, the distance is only about 20 feet, and the slope difference is only about a foot in height. And they want to know, basically, how do you think they should uh, allow for that difference in height, I guess, is is their question. Step I'm not sure. It. They need to step it. Um, if you try to bend the fence to the, the earth's will, you're going to stress the wood, and eventually that wood's going to crack. And, and then that's what, what you know, you're putting on a cedar fence. So you're going to end up wanting to to step it and make sure that you're hanging things level. You know, you want it to look... Don't try to like match the landscape with the slope because that's that's just not not the right way to do it. So you, when you when you put a level on it, everything should start to read proper. Otherwise, you're going to be stressing one area of the other over the other one, and that's where it's going to fail. A couple of uh, um, cleaning uh, text messages, Andy. One is about a deck. It doesn't say what kind of a deck, what, what, but it, it is a low maintenance deck. But they don't give a brand name. Uh, I assume that uh, your deck has some kind of a maybe an owner's manual or something. But what would you recommend uh, if somebody just bought a house and they they have no uh, material to back up, no reading material? What would you use to clean a low-maintenance oh. deck generally? Um, well, I would use a kind of a coarse bristle brush, Dawn, spray Dawn dish soap, and a hose. Um, you love that Dawn soap, don't you? <laughs> I'm telling you, just spray some of that on there. But, again, it's elbow grease, and, and, and you need a brush that's that's going to get after it. Uh, I just did it on my, my other deck. I had some deck work done at my house this week. Um, we've, we've had this Zuri deck uh, on my house. I love it. love the way it looks. It's a durable product. It's as durable as a, of a decking as I ever get. It's just really, really slippery in the wintertime. So, and I don't have any of the new millboard decking at my house to really watch and see how it reacts in, in the winter and the different, uh, and, and like I said, my my deck, Denny, gets more traffic than almost any deck in America. It's the front entry into my house. These steps are used all day, every day. And so we, we replaced the front entry and the steps with the new millboard decking. And then I, I washed everything else up yesterday. Just a little spray Dawn and a little brush and then the hose and it looks brand new. And I'm telling you, this millboard stuff, it, it, I wish I'd have found it years ago. Like if It is, without a doubt, the coolest decking I've ever walked on. It, it, you, you feel like your, your, your feet, it is without a doubt, the coolest decking I've ever walked on. It, it, you, you feel like your, your, your feet are stuck to it and it looks as close to wood as anything that I've ever done. And it seems really durable too. Like I, I took a nail to it just to see how hard I would have to press the nail on it to scratch it. It's just what, what we do. And I was, I was pretty impressed. I think this stuff's going to last a long time. Millboard, it's called. Millboard. Millboard decking. Uh, chances are, if you're meeting with any of my deck people, um, it's going to be the first decking that they show you. And when you look at the differences of what that costs versus Zuri versus Azek versus TimberTech, all the other decking that we've used, it's really similarly cost. So it's, it's, I, I haven't had a product where I truly do think it's that much farther ahead of all of the other deckings out there, but still only cost what the other deckings do. And it's just eventually they're going to figure it out and, and charge more for it because that's what they do as we uh, start to use it more and more. But right now, <laughs> sure. this stuff is, is priced really, really nicely. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, if you're interested in that, uh, in, in fact, let me give you that, that phone number for Lindis, too. It's a new number, 844-9-LINDUS. Easy to remember, 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S, 844-9-LINDUS. Uh, if you're thinking about a new deck or a new siding or gutters, whatever the case may be. All right, let's do this. Take a break. We have more show to come. We have more texters to get answers for. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO, 39 degrees on our way to near 50. And a good Saturday morning to you. First Saturday in the month of April. We're in the midst of our home improvement show. Denny Long, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering your home improvement questions as usual, uh, either by phone or by text. Here is that one number, 651-461-9226, if you want to call it in or uh, text it in. Speaking of text, Andy, uh, here's one. Hello, it says, new to the show. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. And enjoying it. Thank you for that. Question is, we are a six-year-old home. Uh, Whenever the rainstorms blow from the north, we get water dripping in from the exhaust fan in the bathroom. The builder slash roofer would never come check. Worried that this water is running into the roof in the attic. Does Lindis come to check this type of problem and fix it? I would suggest (laughs) that they call Lindis because who knows even what that insulation is like up there, right? Yeah, if it's, if it's getting in um, from the brown vent, that's one thing. But if it's getting around the flashing of the brown vent, that's uh, it's in that that can lead to hundreds, even thousands of dollars worth of damage. Having said that, like uh, about six years ago, we changed out the type of venting that we use on a roof to a uh, company out of Texas, um, Lifetime Tool. And at that point in time, no one in the Twin Cities used their vents, whether it was their roof vents, their, their, their brown vents, uh, dryer, and you name it. If there's a vent on a roof, they make one, they but they make it way better than anyone else in the world has ever made one. I mean, th- these things work. They don't leak. The flap always closes back down when, when they're supposed to. And, and they're just a, a heavier-duty venting company. And so we started using them. Now they're about 30% of all vents installed in the Twin Cities. Which, which still, I mean, 70% of all vents are inferior vents. It, my guess is it's going to be taking out your one brown vent and, and, and putting in a lifetime tool vent. Not a cheap fix, but it's one that uh, will make sure that it never leaks inside your house again. Pretty neat. always get uh, questions about um, does Lindis know of a construction company since Lindis may not go in a certain area to uh, recommend. This one is of the Brainerd, Grand Rapids, Minnesota area. Do you know any contractors that, uh, any colleagues in that uh, neck of the woods? Uh, Depending on uh, what service you're looking for. I know we have roofers in the area that we've worked with, um, but off the top of my head, I I really can't think of anything. Uh, Depending on how, if you're, if it's closer to Brainerd, um, that's one thing. If it's closer to Grand Rapids or Duluth, it's, it's another. Yeah. If it's closer to the Brainerd area, that I know the Luckin folks will, will get up into that area. And if it's closer to Duluth, the Grumdahl people would be where I would start. So you might want to try with both of those companies. And just like us, if it's outside of their territory, they might know somebody in the area. So yeah. give, give them True. a call. Very good. Uh, what is the best way this listener wants to know to prep kitchen cabinets for painting? They are made of wood and wood composite. 
Well, um, I, for me, it would, it would start with sanding, getting uh, any of the loose paint off and getting down to the bare wood in some spots and then a good primer and then, and then go ahead and paint. Yeah, that's a, this is a time where you could, uh, you know, just take, remove all the doors and, and the hardware, maybe even spruce it up with some new hardware, right? Yeah, while you're, yeah. While you're if, doing if, all that. It, it, uh, and that's the best way to do it. You know, a lot of times people think this is going to be a quick, easy, cheap thing, but it's usually a project that the the, the typical DIY person, unless they're taking a few days off of work and going <laughs> going at it straight, it's a two- or three-week process because of all of the hardware that has to be removed and then yeah. the drying times and the sanding time. And the uh, don't, don't forget to factor in the I have to run to the hardware store times. Um, but A few times but, a day. Yeah. You know, I, uh, uh, the, uh, my local hardware store happens to be right next to a, a local bowling alley, and I uh, might make a, a double stop for a, uh, a little afternoon uh, beer break slash hardware store run. And my uh, honey-do list projects today, Denny. So going to the hardware store isn't all that bad. Yeah, I like it. A little fun mixed in. Okay. Uh, I think we have time for one more, Andy, then we've got to split here. Uh, good morning. I replaced my cedar decking last fall, used a transparent deck sealer. Now I want to use a transparent stain. Wondering what you recommend. Comes from Rick in Eden Prairie. What do you think in this case? Uh, again, um, I think the best thing to seal or, or treat any wood on the exterior of home is penafin or sickens, an oil-based, you know, stain and you can get it solid or you can get it where you can see through it it's going to darken the wood but go through the entire prep process if you have some old stuff on it before you're going to want to remove it all so you're going to use a stripper and then a brightener conditioner might be some sanding involved let the deck dry out and then go after it with the oil based sick and stain the nice part about that two three four years down the road when you have to redo it again now all you gotta do is clean the deck and then reapply you never have to strip the deck again yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. And uh, again, the listener says they they used a transparent deck sealer. So we'll see what what it takes to uh, to kind of work around that, remove that, like you suggested. Maybe sanding may be the only option in that case. Well, you know what, Andy, we're just about out of here. But I, I always like to mention what uh, Lindis is offering. This is, as I said, the month of April now. Mm-hmm. What uh, what kind of deals does Lindis offer now? We have free labor on LeafGuard gutters and Infinity Windows by Marvin right now. So free labor on LeafGuard gutters and Infinity Windows by Marvin. Again, all estimates are free. The nicest part about meeting with our people is we're going to come out. We're going to tell you exactly what we see. We're going to try to diagnose everything that's going on in your home to help you make the best decision for your house. And and sometimes that's eleven different prices. Sometimes it's two. We'll uh, we'll figure that out when we get there. But again, those meetings are free, and these guys and gals are truly the experts at what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Take advantage of that. That first meeting, there's there's no charge, and whether it's uh, insulation or maybe a, a new roof. Now, quickly, you said you're going to get a different kind of shingles, Andy. Did you mention that? I did. Um, I'm going to be putting on a new GAF roof. Uh, I don't know which which style yet uh, I'm going to be putting on there, uh, but it's going to be this fall, and uh, I'm anticipating some newer shingles coming out. Otherwise, we're taking a a hard look at some of the other designer shingles that uh, is offered from GAF. Well, keep us posted for sure. I will. And uh, we're going to be on again next week. Will you join me then? 
I will be on again next week. See you then. Good deal. All right. Thanks, Andy. Have a good week. Be safe and uh, and join us next week. All right. Thanks a lot. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Again, if you want to get in touch with those good folks. uh, And the the easiest number to remember, it's a new number now. It's 844-9-LINDIS. 844-9-LINDIS. Enjoy the day today. The better the day of the weekend. We're going to get up to near 50. We'll see mostly sunny skies right now, mostly cloudy skies. CCO temperature reading 39 degrees. Denny Long, thank you so much for your company.